No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see where the Babylonian captain gives Jeremiah his freedom. Jeremiah joins Gedaliah, the governor in Judah. We hope you join us as Pastor Daryl continues in Jeremiah chapter 40 on Simply the Bible. It has been wisely said that the one thing we learn from history is that we don't learn from history. The Babylonians destroyed Jerusalem and took the people captive because they had refused to submit to God and keep his commandments. And did they learn their lesson? Well, the next five chapters show us that they did not learn their lesson. What could have been a peaceful and prosperous time under Babylonian rule failed to materialize because of man's stubbornness. We continue in Jeremiah chapter 40. The word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord after Nebuzaradan, the captain of the guard, had let him go from Ramah when he had taken him bound in chains among all who were carried away captive from Jerusalem and Judah, who were carried away captive to Babylon. Now, Ramah was about five miles north of Jerusalem and had been selected as the general staging area from which the captives would depart for Babylon. While still in Jerusalem, Jeremiah had been freed by King Nebuchadnezzar, but somehow he was rounded up with the other captives, shackled and brought to Ramah. And the captain of the guard took Jeremiah and said to him, The Lord your God has pronounced this doom on this place. Now the Lord has brought it and has done just as he said, because you people have sinned against the Lord and not obeyed his voice. Therefore, this thing has come upon you. It is interesting that this Babylonian captain preached a sermon to Jeremiah about why God turned Judah over to the Babylonians. And guess what? He was absolutely right. Where did he get this insight? We don't know. But sometimes people in the world rebuke the people of God. Both Pharaoh and Abimelech did this to Abraham when he lied about Sarah being his sister and not his wife. People in the world may call us out on our inconsistencies. We would be wise to listen to them and humble ourselves when they are right. And now look, I free you this day from the chains that were on your hand. If it seems good to you to come with me to Babylon, come and I will look after you. But if it seems wrong for you to come with me to Babylon, remain here. See, all the land is before you. Wherever it seems good and convenient for you to go, go there. Now, while Jeremiah had not yet gone back, Zebazaridan said, Go back to Gedaliah, the son of Ahikam, the son of Shaphan, whom the king of Babylon has made governor over the cities of Judah and dwell with him among the people or go wherever it seems convenient for you to go. So the captain of the guard gave him rations and a gift and let him go. Jeremiah was given complete freedom to do whatever he wanted and to live wherever he wanted. It is interesting that the Jews had cast Jeremiah into a cistern or dungeon and left him there to die. 
But this Babylonian captain was willing to let Jeremiah go free. Sometimes God sends help and mercy from unexpected sources. Nebuzaradan probably was a good judge of character and sensed that Jeremiah was leaning toward remaining in Judah. Therefore, he suggested Jeremiah go back to Gedaliah, whom Nebuchadnezzar had made governor of Judah. But he left the final decision with Jeremiah. He didn't send Jeremiah away empty-handed, but gave him rations and a gift. Then Jeremiah went to Gedaliah, the son of Ahikam, to Mizpah and dwelt with him among the people who were left in the land. In many ways, it would have been easier for Jeremiah to go with the captives to Babylon. He had prophesied to the captives already living there that they were to settle down, get married, and have children, and seek the peace and prosperity of the city to where they had been sent. He likened these captives who submitted to God and to the king of Babylon as good figs. But Jeremiah chose to remain in Judah. Why? He probably felt that the poor people and others remaining in the land needed a priest and a prophet. Ezekiel was prophesying among the Babylonian captives, but who was left to take care of the people living in Judah? Jeremiah showed that he had a shepherd's heart, for he would not abandon the sheep. Gedaliah and Jeremiah would have made a strong team. The people would have prospered in the land of Judah if only they would have all been willing to submit to God's plan. And when all the captains of the armies who were in the fields, they and their men heard that the king of Babylon had made Gedaliah the son of Ahikam governor in the land and had committed to him men, women, children, and the poorest of the land who had not been carried away captive to Babylon, then they came to Gedaliah at Mitzpah, Ishmael the son of Nethaniah, Johanan and Jonathan the sons of Korea, Siriah, the son of Tanhumeth, the sons of Ephi, the Netaphathite, and Jezaniah, the son of a Maacathite, they and their men. Now, who were these captains of armies? Evidently, they were those who had been fighting a kind of guerrilla warfare against the Babylonians as they invaded the land of Judah. And they probably were in hiding at this point. But when they heard that Gedaliah had become governor of the area, they came out and sought to join with him. And Gedaliah, the son of Ahikam, the son of Shaphan, took an oath before them and their men, saying, Do not be afraid to serve the Chaldeans. Dwell in the land and serve the king of Babylon, and it shall be well with you. As for me, I will indeed dwell at Mizpah and serve the Chaldeans who come to us. But you gather wine and summer fruits and oil, put them in your vessels and dwell in your cities that you have taken. So Gedaliah was proving to be a strong and capable leader. Now, who was this Gedaliah anyway? His father, Ahikam, in chapter 26, protected Jeremiah from being condemned to death. Gedaliah was no doubt sympathetic to Jeremiah and his prophecies about God raising up Nebuchadnezzar as his servant to conquer Jerusalem. 
He was a sincere man who sought the welfare of the people remaining in Judah and was willing to submit to King Nebuchadnezzar to be the governor of the land. People gathered to his governorship, no doubt trusting him to look after their welfare. Likewise, when all the Jews who were in Moab among the Ammonites and Edom and who were in all the countries heard that the king of Babylon had left the remnant of Judah and that he had set over them Gedaliah, the son of Ahikam, the son of Shaphan, then all the Jews returned out of all places where they had been driven and came to the land of Judah to Gedaliah at Mitzpah and gathered wine and summer fruit in abundance." So these were the Jewish refugees who had left the land when Babylon had invaded and had gone to Moab and other nations. And now they heard that Gedaliah was governor. They came out, came back into the land and aligned themselves with him. They gathered the grapes and the summer fruit. And again, this would have been a great opportunity, sort of a a restart for the land if everything would have continued like it was going. But that was not to happen. Moreover, Johanan, the son of Korea, and all the captains of the forces that were in the fields came to Gedaliah at Mitzpah and said to him, Do you certainly know that Baalus, the king of the Ammonites, has sent Ishmael, the son of Nethaniah, to murder you? But Gedaliah, the son of Ahikam, did not believe them. So what was the motive of the king of the Ammonites, Baalus, in hiring Ishmael to kill Gedaliah? Well, we do know that the Ammonites had joined with King Zedekiah in order to try to resist King Nebuchadnezzar when he was coming into the land. And so perhaps this Ammonite king did not want the people living in Judah to align with King Nebuchadnezzar. Uh, Or perhaps he had his own ambitions for the land of Judah, wanting to take it over now that the Jews had been driven away. It's interesting that Ishmael himself was a descendant of David. So maybe he had his own ambitions about being in power. Maybe he felt slighted because he was not chosen as a descendant of David to be the governor of the land. Who knows? But at any rate, Johanan caught wind of this and tried to tell Gedaliah that there was a plot against him. Then Johanan, the son of Korea, spoke secretly to Gedaliah in Mizpah, saying, Let me go, please, and I will kill Ishmael, the son of Nethaniah, and no one will know it. Why should he murder you? So that all the Jews who are gathered to you would be scattered and the remnant in Judah perish. But Gedaliah, the son of Ahikam, said to Johanan, the son of Korea, you shall not do this thing, for you speak falsely concerning Ishmael. Now, this strategy of Johanan to actually go and assassinate Ishmael was probably not the best plan. And Gedaliah was correct in saying, no, don't do that. But Gedaliah should have taken to heart what Johanan was saying and posted a guard to make sure that if Ishmael tried to do anything, that they would take him out. 
But Johanan was naive. He didn't think that anybody would be that evil that would want to take him out. He assumed that people would have the same heart that he had in sincerely wanting to look after the welfare of the people and serve the king of Babylon and do the right thing. Uh, But he was sadly mistaken. And Johanan was one of those guys that just sees trouble coming and tried to warn him. But unfortunately, Gedaliah would not believe him and told Johanan that he was speaking falsely concerning Ishmael. Listen, it's good for us to have a good heart, but we also have to be wise concerning people in the world that have evil motives. Jesus said, I am sending you out as lambs among wolves. Therefore, be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. We know Jesus himself, we are told in John 2.24 that he would not commit himself to others because he knew all men and he knew what was in a man. So, And so we also need to be aware that there are evil people in the world. Now, we may not go take them out as Johanna wanted to do, but we should be on our guard lest they would destroy the good work that God is raising up and take us out of that place where the Lord has called us to be. May God help us have the kind of wisdom that we need to thrive in this world. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. If you have any questions or comments, please email us at office at calvarytv.org. To listen to previous episodes, check out our podcast on iTunes or Spotify, and please leave us a review. Tomorrow we will see where Ishmael kills Gedaliah, the governor, and 70 men who come to worship. But Johanan comes to the rescue. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of Jeremiah on Simply the Bible. Simply the Bible.